Hey guys, I'm Arthur. And I'm David. And welcome to the Modern American Dream Podcast. In this Ooh. podcast, we talk about how to become a successful business person and successful in life when you have no resources, no skills, and no talent. guys welcome to episode 61 of the modern american dream podcast i'm here with my brother hi everybody david as always and this week's guest is the hardest working person in the room we got christos papadelos what's up everybody all right so this guy got a new youtube show he got the t-shirt on the papadelos show he's also a very 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 hard working young man how old are you christos 19. I just turned 19 this past July. I've been doing martial arts since about 11 years old. It's been wow. at it since, yeah. That's work ethic. And the reason why I wanted to have you on is I think a lot of people so these days day. like to – that's a sick picture. A lot of people these days want to talk about success and be successful. But I was talking to your dad the other day. Shout out to Yanni. And he was telling me how hard you work. And you've been working this hard for a long time. Like you're uh, – what, what belt are you in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Uh, I'm a purple belt in jiu-jitsu. Um, Which is pretty hard to get, right? For people who don't understand, like, relate yeah. that to them. Like, how hard is it to be a purple belt? Yeah, uh, the belts in jiu-jitsu are kind of weird because we're at this point in the sport where it's still such a young sport. Like, jiu-jitsu itself is such a baby. Uh, you know, there's there's guys making money doing it, but it's still not, like, it's not mainstream at all yet. Yeah. And what we're seeing now in this stage is – there's guys that are blue belts, like literally the belt right after white belt, beating guys that have been black belts for like 20 years. And is that because it's stage, just you know? not mainstream enough where like you're based, like if you're a teacher over here, a blue belt or a purple belt may mean a lot more than if you're a teacher over um, here. Is that why? Or not it necessarily. It's just a matter of like, take the, Nick Rodriguez, for example. Yep. He, uh, if you don't know who he is, go look at him. He's a killer what does he do he's a um, jiu-jitsu guy yeah so he was he was a d3 wrestler in college yeah and uh which like you know you're, you're wrestling in college but it's d3 it's nothing like crazy and then like after six months of training jiu-jitsu he won uh, or i believe he took silver or he won uh, the adcc trials which is one of the hardest tournaments to win on the planet. Right. Uh, and after six months of training, wow. he won it. So it was impressive. beating black belts. Yeah. So after six months of training, after six months of training, exactly. I think you took silver. You that's you insane, right? Like that's insane. So, so that's, that's like unheard of. So when you ask, like, oh, is it hard to be a purple belt? Like traditionally, like yeah, purple belt is like the rank where now you're there with like the top guys, and you're you're basically just one of the i mean you really you should be like one of the most well-known competitors in your area if not like in in your region because each belt you know? has five stripes right is that right i think it's four and then and then you the go to belt, the next yeah one. yeah it's four in the next but even stripes like the belt like from an outsider's point of view the belts are like so much more than they really are you know what i mean like They're it's not, earned yeah, like it's it's important. Like I'd love to, to be a black belt one day, but uh, but I'd much rather like you know go out and work hard and win some titles. And I don't really care what 
Valve Valve I have, exactly. What's what you, tell us about, because you work pretty hard. You said you've been doing martial arts since you were, what, 11 years old, right? Yeah, yeah about 11. And then how long have you been doing jiu-jitsu? Like five years. Five years and you're a purple belt. Yeah. So what's your goal? What are your goals you're trying to accomplish? I want to win everything better than anyone's ever done it, man. Like Specifically in jiu-jitsu or do you want to go into mixed martial arts? Because I know you compete. Yeah. Every time I see you on Facebook, he's always competing in jiu-jitsu, right? Jiu-jitsu yeah. yeah. So you're Winning them. Just choking dudes out. <laughs> old guys. Twice his age. <laughs> so the ultimate goal is, is to be the best I can in MMA. Uh, solely for the fact, what I just said, like, jiu-jitsu is not a stat. I mean, MMA is still a baby when you think about it. Yeah. The UFC, I think they just had, like, their 25th anniversary. Yeah. They're still, I mean, you They're slightly at, like, older than you. <laughs> yeah, right? They, um, it's just not mainstream at all. Like, John Jones, who is arguably, like, the best fighter ever. Yeah. His arrests, his DUIs, like, it's literally, literally none of that stuff. Imagine if LeBron James, if that was LeBron. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it would be insane. Yeah. The sport's just not mainstream enough, but it is way far ahead that jiu-jitsu is. You know, there's a lot more opportunities, I believe, in MMA. Uh, but there's a bunch of pros and cons, you know, like – with MMA, you'll show up, wait in, and then the next day, the day of the fight, the guy pulls out. There's nothing you can do with jiu-jitsu. You go to the tournament, the guy pulls out, whatever. There's 16 more guys in the bracket. Yeah, right, you know? You know. There's always going to be that opportunity to fight. And uh, with MMA, there's just a lot of not ready-to-fight guys. How, how yeah. often are you competing? In jiu-jitsu? Yeah. This year's obviously been slow. But before, before the virus, probably like every other weekend, every three weeks – uh, and now I'm trying to get back on that same track. Now I competed like two or three weeks ago. I'm gonna be. You won, right? I did win. Took first yeah, place. First place. Uh, it's good to be back. Had a good opportunity to fight like a, a local legend. Yeah. Uh, the, Johnny Campbell. Yeah. You won that fight, right? Yeah, I fought him twice. Uh, it was a fun. local legend. Yeah. If you guys don't know who Johnny Campbell is, he. Uh, I, I think. Know who yeah. He is. I know who he is because you fought him. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he's got like close to thirty. He might have like thirty-five pro fights in New England. At the least thirty. Just, right? When you say yeah, pro, are you talking MMA or jiu-jitsu? Pro MMA fights. Yeah, wow. the guy's a legend. You know, what's funny is I had him on my podcast. I was telling David a few minutes ago, like yeah. a week before this, and in the in the podcast, you can hear like, oh. Uh, where are you competing next weekend? I'm like, oh, this uh, this tournament, New Hampshire. Like, you should check it out. He's like, oh, maybe I will. It's like, yeah, man, you totally should. Little did I know that we be in the same division. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, so you ended up that you did the podcast before you competed? Yeah, it was like a week before, and then I released it like the day after we fought because that's, that's when sick. it was finished. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, but congrats yeah. on that win. That, that's awesome. So I'm gonna go out on a limb here, so we could get famous and say here first, future UFC champ right here. All right, Dana White, Joe Rogan. Remember, you heard it here first, the Modern American Dream podcast. We'll so, be like the Fertitta brothers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stack some dough, dude. When we come out, oh, when you yeah. come out to your fight, we'll be behind you. Just oh, walk so behind you. So, right. so what's your, what is your goal for, like, your first fight? When are you going to fight? Hold on, hold on. Time out. Oh, time out. Time out. Let's, um, dude, first of all, welcome to the show. All right. And uh, number one thing is like you're on you're on the Modern American Dream podcast. Our podcast is like whatever it's success mostly based. Like you've known us for a while, but I think that um, the reason you're here is you're 19, right? 19. You're not here because of your age. 
but you work hard. I feel like you come from a good family. And uh, every time I met you, you're super fucking polite. Oops, sorry. Not like that. Not like, <laughs> not that. like that. That's the opposite of what That's you are. That's the opposite of what you are. You're super polite. <laughs> and you're like, seems to me like a really humble guy. And you work hard. And I sometimes see kids or people that are 25 years old and they're still like i don't know what i want to do right and i haven't figured this out and i'm sure at your age you have a lot of friends like that too maybe oh, really? not maybe yeah, not in no. your they, circle they all get weeded out they all right. get weeded out and i think it's cool because hey man not for nothing you got to have goals in life and for you to be working this hard at your age if you keep that up yeah that's incredible we'll give props to your dad yeah. you do have a Absolutely. good dad. yeah no, that dude's uh, the man. He's Yanni! The man. He's the man. He's definitely watching right now. You're, you're definitely focused. I think, like, even when I think people say, oh, you work hard, you're the hardest worker real time. No, but, like, I think about myself back at 19. I wasn't that focused and I wasn't working that hard. I wasn't. So what What do you think, what is it that, that allows you to be that focused? Like, is it a goal? Uh, is it the jujitsu? Is, is it the why? Like, is it, like, you always had it? You look up to my brother, you want to be like him. <laughs> Probably the, that I, one. Honestly, like, I I was always pretty focused, and I always knew, like, this is what you, you know, to do. You put, in, you put in the work, and, you know, results will come. Yeah. Um, and I, I always had that, like, general idea down pretty well. Uh, it's when I met a guy named Tom DeBlas, uh, who is, I don't know if you guys know who he is. He's like. Tell us, just because the listeners may not know. Yes. It, if, uh, if you look him up on Instagram, his username is Tom DeBlas. Um, and he's won the ADCC trials three times. He's believe he's won Nogi Worlds at Black Belt. He's like really recognized. One of his students is like one of the best grapplers in the world right now, Gary Tonin. Yeah. Uh, so I met him at a seminar he did at one of his affiliate schools in Mass. It was in Lowell. Yeah. And I talked to him a little bit, met him, and he uh, he said, if you ever want to come train in, at my gym in Jersey, you can come. So I went once for like a week and loved it. It was like the best training ever. Uh, and that's him right there. Yeah. And uh, he's got one of the best Instagrams on Instagram, by the way. I promise he's worth <laughs> yeah. a follow. Um, but getting to know him and hearing what he preaches, I mean, even if you follow this guy's Instagram, like it'll change the way you think. But he definitely helped, like, instill this mindset in me that suffering is just part of it. It's probably like the single biggest thing you're going to have to go through is just learning how to love the suffering. Because if you don't wow. learn to love it, That's you're deep. just gonna you're just gonna hate your life like, I love all the, the time. Suffering. Can you, you know what I mean? Is that gonna make the mold skin? That was good, dude. That is good. You gotta love the suffering. Gotta, say that again. Say that again. <laughs> say what he told you. Well, no, it's not what he told me. Uh, it's what right. he preaches to everybody. All right, like, let's hear. You need to. Now I forget. Love it. This. Oh, dude, <laughs> you, come you, on. You're gonna suffer if you really want to. The price of doing something great, achieving your goal. If your goal is to like, all right, I want to make a hundred bucks today. Like, it's not that hard. You just go <laughs> work for the day. Yeah. But yeah. if you're like, okay, you know, in my case, like, I want to win ADCC tournament, ADCC trials, for example. Like, which is hard. Yeah. The only way to do it is to never miss one class and never miss yeah. a single jiu-jitsu class yeah be in the gym every single day say no to everybody anytime they ask you a favor yeah say miss everything like you're that focused yeah and it's hard like 
Because you have, you know, life responsibilities too. Like yesterday, I had to bring my dog to the vet and yeah. I had to miss a training session. And it's like, that made me so mad. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, it's stuff you have to do. And I'm lucky. I have like a good support system. Like you said, my dad, my sister, such a good support right. system around me to help me. Yeah. And people who are making it in, yeah, like in a career in jujitsu and MMA, there's not really many that I can think of. Not not anyone that I know personally that hasn't had a support system like I have. Yeah. Um, That's huge. Trying to build it. Yeah, it's so big because you can, you so can focus on what you need to focus on, yeah, you know? Yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I'd say that's what it is. It's like, but you're taking, you know, you're also taking advantage of that support system that you have because a lot of people do have support, but they're not that focused. They're not saying no to everything. I know you used to teach classes all the yeah. time. Then you would go to train. Then I went. I, I think the same day I met up with you guys and we did. We went to like a boxing gym. And I'm like, yeah. how many sessions did he have today? And then your dad was like, this is like his third session. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. it's like, dude, you're putting in that work and you're gonna get that result. But I think what. What I want to try to unravel a bit more is that mindset of like what's causing you to work that hard or have this goal or have this why. I get what that guy said to yeah, me, it, which it, I've heard just before. knowing that someone else is doing that stuff, you know, yeah. like, like I last September, so it was like almost a year ago, yeah. I took second place at Pants. Yeah. Like one of the go. biggest That's tournaments. Right? I lost the final by one advantage, right? Yeah. And this kid that beat me, his name is Luca. I forget his last name, but yeah. his name is Luca. He's uh, he's fighting Pans next month or in October. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, this kid beat me last time. So clearly, I did not prepare right. If he's going to class every single day, doing two classes a day, he's doing a strength and conditioning, uh, like routine, he's eating right, like kids and not I'm missing anything. Anything, and I'm not doing all of that plus more. Even if I'm doing all of that. How am I going to catch up to him if he was already better than me back then? So I need to do more than that to try to surpass him and, and everybody else that's in my way. You, you know, know what just... that makes me think of? RIP to Kobe. But did you see, like, any of his videos? Yeah. His mindset was, like, like how he wakes up and trains, right? That Like, have you ever heard of that? And he's yeah. like, he'll go and train and train. And his mindset is this, that if I train, like, two hours in the morning, two hours in the afternoon, right? Like two hours at night, that's six hours. Most guys are only training four hours. By the end of the week, I'm 10 hours ahead of you. By the end of a month, I'm like this many hours ahead of you. And by the end of like 10 year time frame, he was saying like, nobody can catch you because all those stacked too up much time, right? too much time. Yeah. It, it reminds me of the Mark Cuban quote when he's like, no matter how hard you're working, somebody's working 24-7 to take it all away from you, right? Like, if yeah. you want to be the champ and you want to be great, and it's also the Steve Jobs quote when he's like, you got to be crazy and love what you do because if you're gonna, there's going to be times you're going to hate it and the suffering's going to be so bad that you're going to want to quit unless yeah. you really love it or you know what you're going for. Like, you got goals. You know what you're trying to accomplish. So yeah. you're like, dude, like, I'm sure, like, any kind of work is hard, right? Selling houses, whether you're building a business, being yeah, a stay-at-home mom. But like sometimes it's like working out in your in your business and your work. Like the, some guys like choking you out, and you like you you must think sometimes like, why am I doing this? Like, oh, a hundred percent. Like, yes. what is the point of this guy <laughs> like yeah. strangling me? He's bigger. He's stronger. This is like I'm sweaty. Every single every single training session ends with why do I even train? Like this is literally so dumb. Like why because do I you, do it takes effort. Time. Like there's zero yeah. training sessions with no effort. The basically like 
it's more so when you're preparing for something where you're working your cardio like a lot. But even like my training doesn't really change when I'm getting ready for a, a tournament and just training. Yep. Um, like every session, you start like with your morale here, and then it's just here at the end. You're like, I don't want to be here. I don't. I'm done. I don't want to do anything. But it's just a matter of doing that, getting that morale from here to here every single day, over and over and over again. And then if it takes, you know five minutes of hard training to get from here to here. The next day it's going to take six to get from here to here and seven yeah. minutes and eight minutes. And then it's like an hour before you even start having those thoughts. You know what I mean? So, so just building up your mind, building up your body over time. I think the cool yeah. thing is like through that, um, we're talking about physical stuff too, right? But I think you build your mental capacity and strength through vig- pushing yourself vigorously physically. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, that's, yeah, exactly. it helps. I'm sure that's not the only thing. You also got to read books and study, but like, we're humans, and the challenge of pushing your body just builds brick walls in your head, like, or yeah. it smashes brick walls, however you want to put that. I want to talk about something else to switch gears a little bit. Like, a lot of people say they want to do stuff, right? Whether it's to start a podcast, start a YouTube channel, start a show. You're training, and recently I was—I uh, saw one of your podcasts. You did Rob Font. It just happens to be a guy from Boston that I knew, so I, I tuned in and I watched the whole thing. And I'm like, here's this kid, 19 years old, and we were just talking about this on David's pre-show. You, I'm like, how do you do it? We were talking about technology, how to do stuff, and you're like, oh, I just figure it out. I YouTube it, and I love that about you. Like, you wanted to start a podcast, you did it. You edited your own stuff. You did your own show. You got the it up on YouTube. Podcast is new too, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the like Papa Dello. Where do they find it? Tell them where they find it. What um anywhere, anywhere. anywhere yeah, Papa Dello type show. in P A P D E L O S, baby. Papa Dello show on YouTube. What made you decide to start it? Like start your own podcast. People ask me that, and I literally have no idea. My best guess <laughs> was just I was bored. Um, you saw so us like, doing it. And the you coronavirus pandemic. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I saw DNA Realty making a podcast. So I was like, I got to get on this podcast. Yeah, business. Yeah. But for really though, like, I've always had this, always had this thing where I see like really talented fighters and jiu-jitsu guys, really talented, like guys that could just destroy me. Yeah. And nobody knows who they are. Uh-huh. Nobody. And I'll go to, like, they don't even have an Instagram set up, or they yeah, do, yeah, and it's got, like, yeah, two pictures. And, it's so and this guy's good. Like, you know who he is. That he's yeah, a beast. exactly. But nobody knows. In the jiu-jitsu circle, like, everybody knows that. Maybe even not then. Just What I'm saying is, like, the point eventually, I don't know, for me, at least, the point, if you're going to train so hard and, and put all this work in, like, isn't the point to make money eventually? Yes. So Capitalism. why are you not? Yeah, so why are you not Preparing already – doing stuff and dipping your toes in it like I I've like that so much I like that thank you I've done so much research into like social media advertising like podcasting just blew up I'm like okay it'd be dumb for me like I know so many people have so many connects in the fighting and, and jiu-jitsu community in, in the northeast like it'd be dumb for me not to do something like that and obviously it, it get, would have been because it's been catching you know this kid's so ahead of his years and like tell me one more thing too like you got some good guests on there that are in your industry are pretty well known. So how do you do that? How do you reach out to them? Have you been uh, rejected yet? Um, no, I haven't been you rejected. You haven't been shot down. It's Come too on, easy. Man. He hasn't done yeah. enough episodes. I know, I know. I, or you're not going I for a big enough fish. You got to hit up like Dana White. 
yeah. Joe Rogan. Yeah, like, yeah. That's that's a, that's a uh, good one, you know. I think, uh, but how many, but it's new. The show, show's new. We got ten episodes out. Uh, episode ten. Dude, hit me up. I'll be morning. the first one to be like, sorry, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I have people reaching out to me all the time now. Like I don't even have to. Oh, they were like calling you, say, "Let me get on." Me get on on Instagram, people like people message awesome, me on man. Instagram. Oh, let me get on, and I don't really even have to reach out to people anymore after ten episodes, which I think is is pretty awesome. But of course, like if I want to talk to a specific person, I reach out to them, and yeah, so far it's been uh, it's been awesome. Everyone's been very down to do it, and uh, that's cool. Yeah, I think making it like look, I, I had a guy, uh, another really good pro fighter that just retired, Kin Moy. Uh, the other day and he was saying like you came out and made it like look good right off the bat it's you yeah. you know you record a few episodes it's gonna people see it it's gonna be yeah. something people want to be a part of so yeah it didn't it felt good to like have people message me about getting on but like it's like good confirmation yeah right? it just yeah. it wasn't surprising yeah. though because you know that like i knew i was putting out a good product for moment one you know yeah. This kid's so ahead of his years, it's crazy. Like, you're only 19, and you're thinking, like, some people are... When I was 19, buddy. Yeah, some people aren't thinking like that, 30, 40. But what it makes me think of is, like, I was listening to this thing today. It's, like, professional athletes, like, 80, 90% of them make all this money and retire broke. And they don't think about making money. They don't think about after their career. And these guys are getting 30 million contracts. I don't know how good MMA can be. But, like, these guys are getting 30 $40 million contracts, getting injured. And ending up with nothing. Nothing. And you're not even, like, in what you want to do yet. You're not, like, a signed athlete yet. DNA yeah. signed you, but you're not yeah. signed, like, to the UFC or anything. Yeah. And you're already the thinking. first DNA, yeah. 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 <laughs> I like awesome. it. I like it. But you're already thinking, like, the next step in ahead, and I think that's so smart. And you're not putting all your eggs in one basket. You're getting your name out there. You're getting known. You got the Papadello show. You got a podcast. You got a YouTube show. And it's like, dude, that's what you got to do in this day and age. Yeah. If you got a good product or a service or if you're the best at jiu-jitsu, yeah. nobody knows about it. Nobody knows about it. Exactly. Right? It doesn't do you any good. Right. What do you, I got a question for you. Do you ever think, like, what you want to accomplish in the next five years, ten years, and, like, 15 years? Do you ever, like, mm. look that far? That's... Yeah, I mean, hurts, baby. honestly, like, I would... I, I do plan to start fighting. Like, I've had two fights booked and fall through. Yeah. I'd they like got scared. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I'd ideally like to kick off my amateur career next year, twenty twenty one. Get like five six fights in if I can. MMA. Yeah, over like the next year, year and a half, or amateur, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then go pro, and then really like I I just don't want to fight past I'm like thirty years old. Once I'm thirty, I want to have like. You know, I want to like sit down and have kids. You know what I mean? I like, like, I like this. I'm going by, by 30 years old. I think you're if, my if, son. If I, if I started training, like if I started That's training 11 years kid. old, right? I get there's guys that have done it, but there's guys that have definitely missed opportunities when they've had them. And yeah. you hear like guys will go on a, on like the contender series, Dana White show, yeah. and lose and like just complain about it. I'm like, you had the chance of a lifetime to get in right there. Yeah. Get like 10, 15 fights in with the UFC and be done forever. And yeah. like, I agree. You blew yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I think um, timing 
and doing things timed at the right manner is is the best possible thing if you can coordinate your life like that right like you don't want to fight past 30. it's to me like if you party you should probably do it early yeah because nobody wants to go to the club at 50 years old right Except just my wouldn't, brother. wouldn't seem yeah. right and i think it's like that with everything like if you time it right and you maximize the years for what they're supposed to maximize for well, yeah like how can you go we had it? like ivan meisner on our podcast I'll a couple of times you want a water by the way you want a water grab them yeah water. please thank you so we had this guy ivan meisner the guy your dad used to be in bni he's the founder of bni and he was on our podcast twice this guy's like uber wealthy super smart dude he built this huge organization and one of the things he was telling us is like when he was in his 20s i think some sometime then he wrote like an article or like he wrote it out like this is what i want to accomplish in my 20s this one i accomplish in my 30s this is what i want to do in my 40s in 50s i want to start like writing i forget what the things were at 60 i want to start like consulting and like he wrote out a plan for his life and he ended up doing all of those things and it reminds me of like what you're saying like you're thinking about so many different aspects that i think most people just don't think about they're just yeah. like you know even if they're in the fight game or the football game or the business game Anything, yeah they're just thinking about like right now and how do i get fast money but fast money is great but 90 yeah. percent of people who get it fast lose it fast so mm. it's like dude you're building something where you're going to be able to just make money di- different avenues over and over exactly again. and that's you just said it exactly i had a conversation with someone the other day about like making money through jujitsu and making money through your platform that you have yeah. that you built through jujitsu is two very different things. You know, yeah. like I guarantee you in five years, I'll be making more money through my podcast than I will from competing in MMA or jujitsu. What, what that does, I think ultimately where the genius in that is, and I don't know if you thought about this, but it gives you ultimate freedom. Because like when you have ultimate freedom, you could do what you have to do, but you're not doing it for the money. Like you ever see UFC fighters and they're like, they come back to fight because they have to. Cause they don't have any money yeah. or athletes and they're like play into their forties because they don't have any money, but you're going to set yourself up. Like, dude, you're not going to have to work. Yeah. You yeah. could do well, what yeah, you want exactly. because you enjoy it. Yeah. Not because you're forced to do it. That's, that's kind of where I'm going with it. It's like my plan for life is like never have to physically work another day in my life again. And I'm 19 years yeah. old. How sick would that be? You know what I mean? Like I'm working on building this dream I have for yeah. now that if I just stay on this grind, there's there's no way it doesn't. And you are putting in the work, so you'll read yeah. your results. But I got a question, like as a young man, you got a lot of self accountability, right? Like you're super focused, you're holding yourself accountable, you got a great work ethic. Where is that coming from? Is just, you- like I said, just just knowing that other people are, are doing it. And I like I said, I know what kind of life I want for myself. Like I literally yeah. want to be able to just sit back and enjoy my life and make more money with the money I've earned by the time I'm 30. Yeah, like have a family and you know in my dream house you know probably all your dad is this yanni's master plan all my dad (laughs) it's all my dad no Uh, no for real like my dad has been so literally the the best person i could have to uh to like bounce stuff off of and for you know i hope i think i'm the same to him like whenever he has an idea he bounces it off me and i have my own i bounce it off him and helping each other uh helping each other you know get stuff done it, uh, it definitely helps. Thank that's you. A, that's a awesome. We were just talked about his dad, the legend, basically the legend behind the legend. Yanni. I don't know what you guys said about him, but I feel like uh, I'm a dad, and uh, as a dad that puts in time, first of all, you can tell 
And uh, second of all, I don't think it's easy as a dad. I'm sure like nobody ever says thank you, Yanni. You're yeah, fucking. Yeah. You put in your. You did your job. Yeah. Because dads just don't get those kind of thank yous. But uh, me as another guy and as a father, I see it. And uh, the time that he puts in with you and your sister. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like. It's like yeah. you can't. You can't buy that. You can't teach that. It's just straight up effort, if you will. If there was like a dad yeah. competition, yeah. It literally, you know? it's like in the house we live right now. It's me, my dad, and my sister. Yeah. You know, usually I'm gone most of the day. My sister's gone working most of the day. Yeah. So, it's like when we were kids, when my dad would bring us to the Taekwondo school because we lived in Haverhill. Yeah. And the school was in Peabody. Yeah. So he would bring us there at like three thirty. And then we go to class. He would just chill in the car until like eight thirty. <laughs> yeah. Go to Dunkin' Donuts like every single day. Yeah. And we would just go back and like then like we'd go home. He'd be the one cleaning the house, doing all the laundry. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, it's not easy. Yeah. And on top of work, you know what I mean? So like, I think that um, you know, not for nothing. I mean, that probably helped with your perseverance on some level. You know. Yeah. I mean, th- this is why I say I'll never have kids before I stop fighting. Because with fighting, like I said, it's literally it's such a like sacrifice. Set, and the mental, the life mental is on toughness hold. has to be so focused that like yeah, you you need to put your whole life on hold, and you yeah. just can't do that when you have kids. In my opinion, it's selfish. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so competitive. Do you read books? No. Do you watch videos? Yeah, yeah. 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 I just watch YouTube videos. You have a video. <laughs> All right, that's cool. Like learning yeah. videos. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like I'm. I'm always on YouTube. Like uh, that guy I just said, Graham Stephan, his YouTube channel. I'm always on that guy's channel. Shout out to him. He uh, Graham Stephan. He's doing like finance videos and yeah. stuff like that. And uh, literally anything I've learned about finance, I've learned from this guy and his YouTube channel. So shout out to him because he does a phenomenal job. So we got a recommendation out of you. Oh, we got oh, 100%. Great. Yeah, 25 seconds yeah. on the YouTube show. On the, the Oh, does it cut out at 30? Yeah. You got run through the moleskin. Ooh, the mole they got to <laughs> I'm not rushing that. <laughs> can <laughs> right. we just restart it? We can. Okay. You guys want to keep it no, going? No, we're going to keep it going right, on yeah. the YouTube. All right. Yeah, I mean, like, you want to keep Christmas this podcast going? going? Does it cut out or no? Yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna cut, cut out. out. So oh, cool. can you pull a part two? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, this oh. guy's gonna be here. All <laughs> right. Let's go. All right. awesome. Get the bar. Hi guys, it's Arthur DNA Realty Group and David DNA Realty Group. We want to tell you about this amazing product. Do you know what it's called? It is called Cole Realty Resource. Let Arthur tell you what it does. This is amazing. We've been using this product for about 10 years plus off and on, and it's literally the go-to product for all your real estate needs. I mean, if you ever said, I don't have enough people to call or enough numbers to call, or I don't know who to call, this is the product for you, Cole Realty Resource. You will never run out of leads again. You will never run out of people to call, and your pipeline will never be low ever again, especially the million ways to use this product. It's incredible. We use it. We wouldn't recommend things we don't use. Go ahead and call them. Tell them David and Arthur sent you, and make sure... You call them and use the word DNA Realty Group to get their best pricing and their best features, and you got to go now. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We do this one for free in order to help you grow and help you achieve higher destinations in life. 
here's some ways that you can help us here at DNA Realty Group. Number one, we have high goals for this year. Refer us any real estate deals that you know of in Massachusetts. We'd love to help anyone you have or just send them send us their name to info at dna-realty.com. You can also sign up to our coaching program. We're rolling out a group coaching mastermind for $49 a month starting in 2019. And you can purchase the fire system at 67% off. And if you're ever thinking about making a switch and you're a real estate agent anywhere in the world, give us a call. We could help you connect you with a great company that has great systems and great tools to grow your business, just like we have. As always, don't forget to subscribe to all of our social media. We got YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. And last but not least, how can we help you? Leave us a review and we will send you a DNA pen and a DNA journal. These are nice, nice items. You can send us an email to info at dna-realty.com. If we can do anything to help you, always feel free to reach out. And that email is a great platform. Thanks for listening and we appreciate you. Bye.